This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Monthly System Pro Wake Up Call podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. In fact, Sabira, this will be her first time on the podcast, and she's hopped on some of our trainings in the past, but this woman is powerful, and we're going to get into her story here, and I'm so excited that she's here and doing the things that she is doing, and, you know, we've met at Live the Dream before, and, and you know, she's just, she's rocking and rolling, man. Business is you can tell if you're if you know Sabira, which you will after this call. You can just you will see that there is a, she's very clear on the business she's in. She's very clear on the client she serves, and it is coming from a place of of passion, of wanting to serve. I know her. I've watched her. I've seen her train. I've seen her at events, and um, I want you to meet her. And we're going to have a fun call here this morning. Sabira, uh, good morning. Welcome to the wake up call. I just I loved your Facebook cover uh, image, by the way, the Sensei Sabira Falami. I thought that was awesome. How are you doing? <laughs> Good morning. You. Welcome. welcome I am to the doing Lake very Club. well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm, man, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. And um, let's just dive right in. There are, I mean, we got a ton of people listening on live as well as on the podcast. But before we even get to like the yeah, the interview piece. Who is Sabira? If I the first time hearing the name Sabira Falami, can you just give us a little bit of a background on where you came from and and kind of you know the business you're in right now? Sure. Uh, well, when I came to uh, MLSD, believe it or not, I had um, just finished working with uh, a woman named Iyanla Van Zant. Some of you might know her from mm-hmm. the Oprah Winfrey Show. She was her spiritual. Um, mentor, I guess, or advisor. She was on Oprah's show for quite a while. Um, I'd spent four years under her tutelage and um, had decided I didn't want to be a flight attendant anymore. I was a flight attendant for 20 years prior and uh, went through her coaching program. And then I got breast cancer. I was, uh, my godbrother at the time told me about this woman named Diane Hockman and said, you gotta, you gotta just, here, let me give you her name and just I don't know, you got to follow this chick. I'm like, okay, fine. So I did, which led me here. And um, gosh, what else? I'm a martial artist. I'm a second-degree black belt martial artist in American Kempo, and I study mm-hmm. uh, jiu-jitsu and yoga and all things spiritual. I'm very woo-woo. I'm an author. <laughs> um, while I was going through breast cancer treatment from uh, 2012, uh, to, I did my last bit of the treatment in 2018. I was a contributing author in, in a book, and then I wrote my own book called How to Transform Wounds to Wisdom and Create a New Life. I did that in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, and during all of this, I needed to figure out how in the world am I going to make some money online because I couldn't work. It wasn't an option. I was, I'd kind of become like emotionally unemployable. <laughs> Once you go through something like breast cancer treatment, you're in the midst of it. Getting a job is just not an option. So uh, I've been hanging with y'all ever since and been uh, kind of 
honing my chops out in the in the streets, and um, it's actually refined and turned into something that is clear to me now over mm-hmm. all these years. So, yeah. So that, I love it. I uh, thank you for sharing that, Sabira. And um, yeah, I knew when we had first met. I know you had written a book, and it was just so inspiring to hear some of your story. And, and that was years ago, and now here we are, uh, years later. And and I just you're doing a really a really amazing job. You have an, such a, an inspiring story, and and um, and just smiling and grinning, and just really enjoying. You know, uh, and guys, she is on here because she started. Um, Start, uh, we just started seeing her do some really neat stuff in the business center. She was selling real quickly. We came up with a new offer, the incub- Influence Marketing Incubator, um, and she sold like ten of them quickly. Like some, I didn't, I didn't pull up the numbers, <laughs> but it was, you know, it's a hundred bucks a, a pop real quick on the side. And I was like, what's, you know, what's she up to? And we started looking, and she's, she's doing it. She's doing it. And um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about. When you said, you know, uh, what you just said there about your business, like kind of, sure. you know, yeah, like what is, can you dive a little bit deeper in, as far as into yeah. what exactly your, yeah, all the goods, all the goods. My clients and who, who I'm serving. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So I work with uh, spiritual entrepreneurs who are, I describe them as like the hesitant spiritual entrepreneur and healer. They're afraid mm-hmm. of technology. Um, they're basically who I was. 10 years ago, 12 years ago, um, you know, um, they they pretty much want to be doing their work and not really messing with technology a lot. So I'm telling you, oh, my gosh, Brian, when you guys made this pivot with the business center, mm-hmm. it was like this was what I knew they were waiting for. So it was, mm-hmm. it was easy. It was easy. But what I, and what I had done along the way while I was learning and, and um, trying to figure my way out, um, I just kept doing what I was learning here. I kept mm. telling my story. I kept being genuine. There was a point where I went live literally every day for a year, and that got my, my base kind of for me. I did 100 lives for 100 days, and then I just kept going. Um, and that got people listening, and it also gave me an opportunity to fine-tune my message a little bit more and get over the eebie-jeebies of being, you know, seen on video and, and having to be perfect and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so I just, I just, day by day, and, and, you know, it seems like, you know, overnight, Sabira just popped out of nowhere, but I want everyone who's listening to the sound of my voice to know this has been an 11, 12 year, 10, 10, 11 year, day by day, walking with breast cancer out of a place where I had to figure it out. Like not figuring it out and giving up was not an option. Mm-hmm. And the price point was so right that I just had to keep going. And you guys kept putting um, offers, packages, you know, uh, making them available that I would be able to generate enough money that when I started losing faith, it would be like, okay, I can do this. You know, I'd make some money. I'd be like, okay, someone is listening. Someone will buy from me. And i just keep going. And then the perfect offer for my perfect, you know, my spiritual entrepreneurs who they're, they're, they run and kind of cringe from 
uh, the word network marketing and <laughs> yeah. maybe even affiliate marketing a little bit. But when the business center being that it's white labeled, it's generic, it's like I can just open it up, show it to them, and they're like, wow, this is great. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, last week I was talking to one and she's like, you know what, I have somebody that I know would be perfect for this, but how do I, how do I, you know, generate some money by telling him? And that's when I realized <laughs> the affiliate part isn't even out in front. It's like, it's so perfect right. for my people. And so, matter of fact, I have a, a, a client conversation with a woman who owns a local apothecary here. She, you know, sells, um, herbs and not herbs herbs but herbs <laughs> uh lavender and such <laughs> things um to her clients uh we have a, a a meeting today after this call so it's just it's it's perfect mm. so listen guys what, what i'm what i just took thank you uh what i just took from that you know there sabira spiritual entrepreneurs is kind of her you know that's that's her tribe right and she yeah. essentially if you heard her in the beginning of that said, hey, she's marketing pretty much to who she was like 10 years ago. Like she knows that audience extremely well. She kept telling her story. She kept showing up. I'm certain there was doubt. I know there was fear. And she even said, you know, shoot, you know, when the beliefs pop up, like, could I do this? Could I, you know, could I, is anyone even listening? And then like a little breadcrumb pops up, like a breakthrough happens and she gets a sign and she keeps going. And you know, 10, 11, 12-year journey, you know, we're not talking about, like, like you throw in breast cancer, ladies and gentlemen. We're not talking about, like, just fear of going live. Like, she was in it, like, fighting, like, for her life and still showing up. And it just, I remember a couple of conversations we'd had at, at some of our events, and, and, you know, she relayed that. It's just like, you know, when we put things into perspective, man, it's just so much respect for this woman to be able to do what she's, you know, having gone through what she did to be able to figure out and still stay on the journey, right? And be able to still pour into her audience. And Sabira, you said you were doing a live a day for a year. And I think you said something. <laughs> yes. I, I love that because you said you were able to through that, gosh, how much, you know, you got to work through so much crap, I'm sure about, you know, having to go live or what will they think or, you know, fear of going live or, and then also fine tuning, your message, as you do that, you're going to find what resonates. You're going to figure yes. out your message, right? So tell us a little bit about how you were able to stay consistent and maybe even a little bit about today, like how are you building your, you know, your audience and publishing content? What does that look like for you? Sure. So at this point, um, well, let me go back to answer your first question. I, um, I started with a premise of I knew – Storytelling was something that, you know, everybody likes to sit around a fire and hear a good story. Mm. And I knew I had a story. But working with Diane, I worked with her for about a year and a half. It was mm. just enough to get the seed planted, tell a story. Mm. So, and at first I felt like I didn't have a story. I was like, I don't have anything unique. I'm like... I go to work like everybody else. What is there unique to say about me? Well, breast cancer happened. But here's what I also learned is that anything that you are living through is a story. Like if you've been alive for 20 years, you have a, you have a story. Mm -hmm. And so I just sat down and I wrote down what were the things I learned along – well, I was learning at that point because I was still in breast cancer treatment. So what was I learning 
every day that I went to the doctor about myself, not about the treatment itself, because that's boring. Nobody wants to hear that technical stuff. I started going inside. What was my inner journey? What was the inner transformation? What were the gems I was pulling out of this horrific experience at that time? That's how I viewed it. Today, it was the best and the worst thing that ever happened to me. But at the time, it was horrible. And I said, well, if I can leave a legacy, and I knew like online, I'll, I'll be able to leave my word, right? I'll be able to leave my word. And Diane would always say, be a lighthouse. Say your word, Sabira. And so I just started, this is, my word was transformation. My words were healing. And I just started saying, what can I say about transformation and healing? What stories can I tell? What, you know, kids, like I, I'm from Kansas, so I pulled from The Wizard of Oz, which I made a post <laughs> about that yesterday. So 11 years later, I'm still pulling from these things that are forever in our psyche that are stories that people adhere to. So figure out what is your story from childhood and then what is going on in your life that you can glean some jewels from. And I would just go live for like three minutes, two minutes. And and then that just started to grow. And then I took that and I repurposed it into an email. I repurposed it into a post with a graphic. And, and it just kind of went on from there. And before I knew it, I had like a following. <laughs> like people are mm-hmm. – and I wasn't doing it to make money at that when I was when I was going live, I knew I couldn't get on there with the intent in my mind that I want to sell something. Every now and then I did, like I said, but I was doing it because I wanted to share my voice. I wanted to get clear in my voice, in my message, and that was it. Th- those were my really my two intentions. I just wanted to get over this fear of being out there. And I also said, if I'm going to die, I don't want to die not having left a legacy in my voice somewhere. And I know if I do it online, I know that sounds extreme, but that's honestly where I was coming from. Mm. And so that gave me the drive to just keep going. Um, today, now I have a following. So I, I basically, I use just my Facebook page. That's it. I focus on one message, one platform. Mm-hmm. and repurposing. I <laughs> am always out meeting new people. Like I do the fundamentals that you guys teach here, the fundamentals that Diane drilled into me. One message. Now I got one product and um I just meet new people and I talk to people every day. That's it. <laughs> it's like that's it. That's it. That's all I do is I I make a post, it gets people talking, and then I go back and I talk to the people. I see who has the business, who it feels like I have some resonance with. Might I be able to help them? I call and get an appointment because I got over my fear of being in front of people by going live without the intent to sell. So now I can call and be like, hey, we know each other. You know, you you commented, thanks for your comment in the DM, da-da-da. Got some time to talk? Yeah, okay, let's talk. Boom. I get an appointment. And my intent when I get on the phone with them or I go meet them in person is, can I help you? Can I serve you? And so then there's no pressure from them to, to like, oh, she's trying to buy it. She's trying to sell me something. I mean, I am, but, you know, it's how can I serve you? All right. We'll get to that because I want to dive into that and drill into that because that's obviously a fun part of 
what you're doing because everyone on, you know, it is, you guys, she is running a business. It isn't nonprofit. And there's nothing not wrong with nonprofit, but there is, she's selling as well. But like a couple of things that stood out there, one audience, you know, spiritual entrepreneurs, that's, she is publishing content that is speaking to them, right? She knows that yeah. audience extremely well. That's who she was, is now, right? And all the things. So one platform. You said page, just to be clear, are you running, yeah. do you mean profile or page, like running ads and, and uh, your actual um, No, I just, I, I have always used my profile, and you know, Facebook profile. did that thing now cool. where they converted my profile to like, it. so now I get all the analytics and stuff, and guys, that's because I invested the time to consistently post on my profile when it was a profile, and so now they see, oh, she's got people that are listening to her, and they converted it mm -hmm. to a an actual page now so I get all the analytics very cool very cool so guys profile one audience one message I mean when you look at you know, she's got thousands of followers over there and it didn't happen overnight but it she showed up and was very clear like one of our step ones is like hey when get one platform one thing up to like 10 to 12 leads a day and then if you want to branch off to XYZ, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever, fill in the blank, and those, that list will keep going infinitely because there's a, things pop up all the time. She did one thing and still continues to do one thing and has built an audience over there and she shows up over there so that consistency and persistence over time displays trust, displays influence. I mean, there is when you start following someone, it's Sabir speaking – your language, or if you're speaking your prospect's language, they seek you out, they see you consistently showing up, and then boom, she's publishing really good content that sparks engagement and conversations. Now, Sabira is stepping into the call, like, hey, saw you, you know, reached out, or I had this question, or, you know, there's a connection here, do you have five or ten minutes to get on it? I don't know if, can we talk a little bit about that, Sabir, as far as like when you transition or not even trans transition to business, business yet, but to move someone, maybe they know you a bunch or maybe they're brand new to your audience. Like how do you get them onto phone, Zoom, and then a little bit of how, how that call will go? Because obviously you want to serve, and she said that word multiple times already, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, that is not by fault or by, you know, mistake or just she, she you can tell. Yes, she wants to make money. She's growing a business. But what is she leading with? Like she's leading with heart and service mm -hmm. and wanting to help and solve and connect. And you can feel that. And that's where so many people will flip to the other side. Well, I got to make money, Sabira. Brian, I need to make money. I get that. I get that. You keep banging that drum, you're gonna, it's going to be very difficult to make money if people feel that. Mm -hmm. But amidst that, amidst the chaos and the, oh my gosh, I don't have money and the, I'm broke. I know that story very well. I know Sabira does as well. You need to be greater than that and put them first, right? That need, yeah. You need to disappear into serving them on the call we're about to talk about the same. I know Sabira is doing this and that's how she's starting to get some really, really cool results in her business. So take us through that process. You're, they they yeah. see a live or they see a post, a story, boom, they, they reach out. What happens? Yep, and I want to take a one step back because there is an important part. There was a pivotal day where I was on a coaching call with Diane, and I was telling her, Diane, I, I was beating that drum. I need to make money, and I don't have any money, and da-da-da-da-da. Diane said, get a job. Get a job. And so I started. For me, the answer was driving Uber. 
that's what I started doing. Honest, guys. Because I needed to take the heat off of I need money. I don't want to be si- I didn't want to be sitting in front of people salivating like I need you to buy from me. I needed to be able to sit there with a clear heart and a clear mind and say, first of all, can I serve this person? Do I know that I have what they're what I know they need? I see a gap. And and that I could easily get up and walk away from the table without that heat energy being left there. Because I know I've got money coming in from work that I was I was doing. I couldn't go out and get an employee job. Like, I, I can't do that. But for me, doing gig work is what bridged the gap for me. So I just I want to make sure that I answer that. Yeah, it, thanks for that. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that's the bridge, right? Okay. And then, so now I'm, uh, someone's responding to, saying, hey, I'm interested in what you said. Tell me some more about that. I put just enough out to pique interest. You know, I'm not giving all the, you know, I'm showing a little leg, so to speak, right? <laughs> and so someone will say, well, what is that exactly that you're talking about? And I'm like, and all I say is, when do you have some time to talk? This week. I always like, this week, when do you have some time to talk? <laughs> and I could say today, but my personality is I want to leave a lot of breathing room because I know what it feels like to feel like you're being preyed upon, right? So I'm like, this week, when do you have some It still makes it so that there is some limits. Some, I do have some boundaries. I don't want this thing to go on for a month. But this week, when do you have some time to talk? Oh, I got time today. Awesome. So let's get on. And I already, because I use a CRM, so I would have already gone through their page mm. and looked at, how I think I can support them. But I ask them, tell me what's going on in your business. Tell me what's going on with how you're getting in front of people or not. And how is that feeling? What have you tried? And what I decided, Brian, for me, I want the spiritual entrepreneurs and the healers I work with, I want them to try everything. Mm -hmm. Go out there, beat your head, exhaust everything. So when they come to me, they know they've done it all and nothing is working. And then what I ask of the people that I'm going to work with is for one year. I will not enroll someone, and here's what I Mm. say to them. If you will not commit to 12 months to yourself, I cannot commit to 30 days to you. You're asking for my life energy. I almost lost my life. So if you want my life energy, my most precious resource, my breath, and what I took 10 years while I was dying to learn, then you got to tell me that you can spend 49 bucks on yourself for 12 months because if they can do that, I know I can get them to a point where they're at least generating the leads that get them traction. I may not have them financially free, and, and I might. They might get themselves there. But if they won't make that commitment, I walk away from the table, and they feel that too. I'm very good walking away from the table. Mm-hmm. Because I'm clear about what I have, I've done it for myself, and I know that if they commit together walking, we can down the yellow brick road, <laughs> we can do this. But if they're going to be in and out and him and hawing and all, then you know what? You're not ready for me. They don't. I'm, I'm a sensei. I'm a martial artist. And so <laughs> if I get on the mat, I'm on the mat to do a job. I'm not here to, especially after living through breast cancer, I'm not here to play. 
and the economy that we're in, it's serious out there. It's serious. This is like no time for games after the pandemic. So if you're still not sure and you want to play, you go do that and you call me when you're sure. Because then I'm ready to rock and roll with you. Yeah. Talk about posture, right? Ladies and gents, can you feel that, right? And it's not from an arrogant ego place. It's just, hey, this is, Shabira has a level of, you know, respect, a level of what she is going to tolerate and expectations from clients before she even enters into business. And you can feel that. And I, I guarantee you that that is, I mean, attractive, right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, right? If you're, if you're on the call with a leader like that who is going to express it, you know, herself, her, her skill sets, her, you know, her offer in such a powerful way, there's obviously, like, she believes in what she's doing. You know, that is certainly going to land on the prospect in a very good way. And it's like, whoa, this gal is legit. She's real. At least I feel that. I know I certain your clients feel that. And just to be, uh, to be clear, Sabira, you said 49 bucks a month. Are you, is your offer MLSP, is that your main core? Like, is that into, um, or is that a, I don't, can you tell us a little bit more about what that offer is on the call? Yes. So I have, I do have a high-end offer. I have my own coaching program. Sure. Um, but, and it's, it's broken down into three pillars, which is mm-hmm. money, medicine, and myth. So money is, uh, Basically, that's my marketing, that's, and I use MLSP for that. I love you guys that I can uh, be their coach, and you guys are their educators. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, medicine, I do work with um, psilocybin and other uh, hmm. cool. medicinal herbs to support people. Uh, mm-hmm. The nervous system, when you got somebody coming through that's had whatever going on, so that's Another piece, and then the third pillar is myth, where we're rewriting their story. And at the end of the day, they end up writing ebooks, whole digital mm. ecosystem built around um, audio, um, print, and ebooks. And then we put that on Ooh. Amazon, and that's a whole other, you know, autopilot income um, stream. Wow, and so that's, that's so called cool. sacred. Yeah, my coaching program is called uh, Sacred Warrior Healer Immersion Experience. Um, we do some live stuff. I do teach people how to walk on fire. I went to the same school that Tony Robbins did. To mm. I'm an international fire walking instructor, walking over glass, and that doing all that kind of cool stuff. Yeah, so that's that's <laughs> my high offer. But my my entry my entry level offer is uh, MLSP. Yes. Okay. So options, right, guys? I mean, you know, her she's got again ideal client and. She has a framework, kind of like what MLS, you know, we've got our building gauge cell, we've got an ascension model, we've got different products and solutions based on where client wants to go. I mean, Sabir's got that figured out on her, whether it's the money marketing piece or the medicinal side that she thinks she can help her client in that area of impact or the more of the story and maybe even writing her own, you know, or their own book and getting that published on Amazon. Like, she's got offers. Again, and that wasn't overnight, but she built that over time and now she you know she does have high-end coaching and i know cash flow you know is coming in and it's a beautiful thing you know it's a i mean severe when you're on the call and you find that you know the, the conversation is going down a path where you know that you can help serve and solve is there do you i'm just curious on that call do you are you presenting the offer and then expecting them is does the sale happen on the call do you 
take their credit, you know, wait on the phone. And this is an intricate, you know, kind of a nitpicky, but important mm-hmm. because a lot of our guys and gals will certainly always ask this and I want to see how you do it. But like you just okay. give them, once you relay the offer or explain what's on the table, do you, ex- do you wait and give them the cart page while on the Zoom or on the phone and get them to actually make the sale on the call before you leave the call? Um, if it depends. Now, with the high end, yes. That, there's a whole application, and, and you know, they do that, that whole thing. Um, but I never – the way I ask for the sale is with silence. That is mm. the most powerful invitation for them to enter because that's all – I'm opening the doors for an invitation. They've already seen that I have what they – are looking for, and I just get quiet, and I wait for them to say, what do I do next? Mm-hmm. Number one, if they don't describe what I have, then I don't actually put the offer on the table. When we're sitting and we're, we're having the discovery call, I call it an exploration call when we're doing that, then mm-hmm. if they're not describing what I know I, what I have, then there's no reason for me to tell them what I have because they're not looking right. for what I have. So then we've had a great conversation, and maybe the reason we came together was something else, and spiritually, many times, that is the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, yeah, I, I, when they described it, then I say, okay, well, let me show you, you know, Wizard of Oz. Let me pull the curtain back and show you what I have. You had a little leg. Now I'm going to show you the whole thing. Boom. <laughs> and then I just get silent. And either they're going to say, okay, thanks, bye, or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Or they're going to say, okay, what do I do next? Awesome. Here's your link. Boom. Mm. Yep. That's powerful. I love it. Ladies and gents, yep. not pushy. No, no really <laughs> crazy sales persuasion technique. Just, just like being in her element delivering value and allowing the prospect to kind of, you know, with silence, which is extremely powerful, I couldn't agree more, uh, allowing them to kind of make the next, the next choice, the next move. What a, I mean, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, um, it's been a, it's been a long journey to figure out what works for me and mm-hmm. I've done it all. I've done the, try to close them right then and, you know, realizing, okay, I, my style is different. But the only way you figure it out is to be with people. You have to be with humans. You have to have conversations. You have to get to know people. And by doing that, you get to know yourself. Mm -hmm. Ah, I love it. Sabir, I'm going to have to have you out because I wanted to go down. I didn't even get to, like, the book. I know that, you know, I want to talk about how you help others craft their own story. And I know, obviously, as a published author, I had so many additional questions for you. Um, but I got to – this is way past. I got I to gotta stop. <laughs> um, this is so cool. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll be happy to come back. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sabir, thank you. I appreciate you. And I'm just, you know – like I said in the beginning, just really, really inspired. Uh, your story is absolutely amazing, and I know that you're you're really just getting started as far as the impact you're going to make here, and you have such a unique way of doing it. You have such a unique story, and um, you're doing some really neat stuff, and, and we see you. So um, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you.
All right, guys. Well, that is uh, Sabira Falami. She's over on Facebook, and that's the one platform she's building, right, that laser, razor focus, and then she's doing it. Um, honored to have her as part of the community, and it sounds like I, I want to dive into more of what actually the business, you know, what she's doing, because it's pretty cool, guys. She's created a very specific offers for a very specific niche, and she's out there publishing content, building that audience, building connections in that audience, and making offers. Is the exact. I mean, she is the epitome. The, the, the this is you know, especially with the new business center and the tools and how we can help anybody who's got uh, you know a voice, a vision, a mission, something. They can come in here and and do some really neat things the way Sabira is, and it's just uh, you rock, Sabira Falami. Go find her, go love on her. I'm gonna go live for like ten minutes on her page, guys, and just do a quick recap because she dropped so much gold, so many nuggets here, and we'll definitely have to have her back out. Uh, I, I want to. I know a lot of you want, are interested in writing your own book and having your story, you know, packaged up in a way that really lands on your ideal client. And I know that that is one of her, one of her strong suits. Um, so we we definitely want to go there. Sabira, appreciate you. Much love, much respect, and uh, appreciate you to too. To much again. love. Thank you for the. Thank you for just having MLSP. It's, it's totally impacted my life in a way I cannot even really wrap words around. But thank you for giving me the opportunity to try today. Y'all have a great day. Have a good one, Sabira. We'll see you soon. And guys, MLSPFanPage.com. I'm going to head over there right now. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.MLSP.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com. That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.